And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday, Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, a podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Coming up on episode 40, we're talking about Kanye West doing Kanye West things. Dua Lipa, she's got new rules, but she don't follow some of the laws. And so much more. I am Mike Fish, and I am joined as always by my right hand man, Mr. Kush. Hey, it's Kush, how you doing, my man? What's good, y'all? 40 hours of the Waffle Box, Mike. It's pretty hard to believe, dude, but we're, we're here and we're going to keep chugging along. I'm going to have a review for the Batman later tonight also. It'll be spoiler-free, um, but we're going to talk about some stuff. We are going to talk about some stuff. But how you been? What's, uh, what's the word in the street in the past seven days in San Francisco? Not much, man. It's been, thankfully, very quiet. Uh, apparently, my motorcycle gang has ridden off, and I can now once again wander around my house like a free man. Otherwise... Nice. Uh, we, we uh, spoiler alert, we enjoyed the Batman. We're going to talk about that again later tonight. Um, but it's not a perfect movie, and we'll get into that in a bit. Otherwise, we've been just chugging along, man, kicking, uh, knocking out the second season of the Kick Ass Movie Podcast, doing episodes of The Microdose, getting ready for the unnamed footage festival part five uh, coming up in two weeks. Dos. Nice. Guess what uh, we're up to, right? So this past weekend, a little, I need to get something off my chest, something to vent. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So what happened, Mike Fish? Break it down. S- on Sunday, we went for a nice, relaxing massage, right? Yeah, just right. get the way of the right. stress of the world, work it out. And so when we got there, so they asked if we will request, hey, do you want... Do you want a male masseuse or a female masseuse? Do you have a preference? It's always, right? a, it's always a tricky, true or false. Right. So I was like, because I I've kind of, I wanted a nice, soft, relaxing massage. So I was like, I, I kind of want a woman. But also, I don't want that awkward situation where I'm requesting a woman. Then I look like a sleaze bag. You know, I don't want, I don't want to look like that. So I was like, ah. There's no way around it. There's no way around your, that. Your intentions can be so pure and so innocent, and you still kind of come off like a sleaze bag. Yeah. So I was like, uh, I don't care. Like, whatever, whatever works. And so I'm laying face first, as you do. And it's a man comes in basically, and he's like doing his thing. And I swear this guy is like trying to force me through the table. This is how like rough. Hmm. And Hardy was oh my god! But that wasn't the worst part. Of it. The worst part of it was so hard Swedish doing, massage. Yeah, it was yeah, it worked everything out. My god, it felt like I worked out afterwards. But the worst bit was obviously so we did the couples sure. thing. So they put us in the same room, which was okay, fine, cool, cool. up until the point where the two masseuses just started having a conversation. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so this is supposed to be relaxing. But they're like talking away mm-hmm. to each other. Mm-hmm. And then you know how sometimes when you have a massage, they have that like the relaxing, calming music, and you have like you hear the waterfalls or whatever that you know it's, it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the white noise. So they were playing that for a por- portion and then suddenly it was just stopped. And for a good 25 minutes, it was just silence. There was like no music mm-hmm. whatsoever. And it was so quiet, even like the I guess the person in the room over. They're, they were very popular, apparently, because all you could hear was their phone vibrate. Like, uh, 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 uh. And so that, you know, like when you're like laying in a dark room, but you can hear the clock ticking. And then once you mm-hmm. notice it, it's so loud. That was all I could hear. Like, uh, uh, uh. Uh, <laughs> and this is just, this is one of the most unprofessional massages you could have, Mike Fish. I'm, to I'm top telling it you off, experience. To top it off. More. Eventually, the music did come back, but I'm guessing it was was just being played from someone's phone and Mm. they didn't bother to get like Spotify premium or something. So after a while, (laughs) some commercials started playing. It was like brilliant. It was like, Mm -hmm. 
what a what a day, what a night. It was, it, I had some stories to tell for me, but it wasn't the most oh, relaxing of massages ever. But still, I can. I was in a situation right up until the pandemic where I was like a secret shopper for a spa that will go unnamed. So the gimmick is I make an appointment, they send me a gift card, I, I go to the appointment, and then like I survey everything there and send them like a seven-page document at the at the end of my hour. Okay. But no one else knows I'm there. They all just think I'm a regular guest or whatever. Woo woo woo. Um, and again, the one question always comes up and is like, do you want a male or a female masseuse? And I, I have to be, I have to be very casual about stuff. So just like, hey, who's ever available? Yeah, you know, again, yeah. this is a random audit that they don't know about. So like, I, I have, to, I can't just be picky. Like, yeah, whoever. So I, I've had men, I've had women. I want green um, eyes and blonde. <laughs> ooh, ah, yeah, Mike Fish, talk about talk about music here. Um, I can tell you, I've had. So super duper professional people where like you know you go over everything you're like hey just just for everybody's sake you stay above the waist all my problems in my shoulders and my neck don't touch definitely don't touch my feet you know like just just focus everything here and on my neck that's gonna that, that's that's what i need and some most do couple gotten accidentally kicked because they went for the feet and well i'm ticklish so you warned them i warned them um i've had the tallest lankiest masseuse and i can feel all of them on my back you know i'm just like ew i've had the shortest yet somehow bustiest female masseuse and all i can feel are her fingertips like i don't know if she had like an extra step ladder or whatever <laughs> like but like uh super professional as opposed to like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the you had a rough weekend dude and i'm sorry to hear that like this, this should have gone way better for you what I'm saying is that I'm glad that, that this wasn't one of those happy ending places because he would have ripped it off how he was going. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's a good story for parties too. Indeed. We'll save that for episode... Uh, 69. 69. Oh, I was thinking it, but you said... Anyway, let's uh, crack on Someone with the first... Yeah, I'm sure you wasn't the only one. Um, first story of the week. Speaking of, well, not speaking of happy endings, obviously Kanye West and Kim Kardashian parted ways mm. many weeks ago. And mm. Pete Davidson swooped in, swept wow. the lady off her feet. And as you can imagine, just from his historical outbursts, Kanye West took this very well. Um, so... <laughs> He has uh, been on social media a lot. He's been. Wow, that was a great. That was a great pause there, Mike. Thank you. A dramatic pause. Mm -hmm. um, he okay. has been doing a lot of social media work, uh, try mm -hmm. to tr trash Pete Davidson. So far, almost like, quite like the. Did you see the the Avengers poster that he made up of him and his friends and Pete Davidson and his friends, and it was like the, no. the Captain America Civil War poster. Fantastic. No. Yeah, that's how far no. he's gone. That, that was Kanye actually did that. Like that wasn't just like some oh. dork fan who happens well, to like he, Marvel and Pete Davidson or he posted it on his social media. I'm pretty sure he he's not the on... one sitting there on Photoshop. He, he endorsed yeah, he it. He Even endorsed he, it. He endorsed it. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. So the next <sighs> I don't even want to say the final step, the next step in this evolution. Kanye West released a new music video for a song called Easy from his new album, Donda 2, which you can only get if you get his player, whatever it's called, I can't remember. But anyway, again, that's another story for another day. So this guy, you've seen this music video, right? Easy by Kanye West featuring the game. This is the claymation stop motion animation thing. In with Pete Davidson D. being decapitated. Yes. So Okay, I have, I've seen that part. Yeah, so as this article says, I'll read it word for one scene in the dark video features an animation of Saturday Night Live comedian Pete being buried by Kanye. Quote, God saved me from the crash so I can beat Pete Davidson's ass. Don't think that's the case, to be honest. I mean, I'm not even going to get to get into the whole God thing, but I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure God didn't save you from a car crash that happened 
14 years ago because ah, I got something in mind for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> There's this comedian. I can't stand him. I'll, I'll introduce you to him later. But anyway, get on with uh, mm-hmm. College Dropout. So, so as a cartoon, he's dragging what appears to be a restrained Pete Davidson with a bag over his head. The rapper then removes the bag from Pete, whose body is in the ground, and he sprinkles seeds over his head. Not quite sure of the, the meaning behind that, the metaphor, but still not taking it very well. Oh, yay. The old mucker. What, Bro, what's what's your thoughts not, on this? This is, this is incredibly sad. Like Kanye West has already been unstable. Um, and you, you, want, you want that man to get professional help and just stay off the radar and stop doing things, dude. Like you're, you're, you're embarrassing your people and yourself by, by all of this. And I'm, Hey man, I've lost girls, not as close as Kim Kardashian, but I've lost girls to dudes who douchey is Pete Davidson. And again, I don't know Pete Davidson. I've still paid no attention to this man, but I still he want to punch him in the face. For, does he? Okay. I don't know. I get a weird vibe off him that I just want to punch him in the face. And I've got like, I've not outside of his movie. I've zero knowledge of him. Um, this ain't the way to do it, Kanye West. You need to just like pump your brakes. Like just you, I heard you're having money issues, but I bet you still got enough money. You could take like five years off, live conservatively and, and just better yourself. Work on new music, you know, work on 20 albums that you can release all in one big box set for a thousand dollars in 2035. Yeah. Does that seem unreasonable, Mike Fish? Doesn't doesn't mm. uh some of the people's yeah. reactions to this though made me laugh because obviously a lot of people kind of went oh this is disgusting um people on twitter one person said Kanye west decapitating pete davidson in his new music video is absolutely disgusting and pathetic demands fully and having a completely one-sided feud with this guy which that's yeah Pete's not Pete's staying out of this which is wise Pete's best revenge is just sticking it to Kanye's ex now ex-wife. Also, yeah. by the way, Miss Kardashian, I think you have a thing for unstable men. Yeah, she's got a type. I think I think this is a this is I think this is your type. Maybe you need to reflect on that, please. It's like first um, date. Uh, by the way, have you got your? Would you say that you've got your life together? No. Have you ever spent time in a mental institution? Oh boy. <laughs> it's a tingling already. Um, I'll be the doctor. You be in the straitjacket. Oh, um, M- Jesus. Oh, M- So, but then another person who's tried to defend Kanye West. <laughs> that was very good. Said, uh, Eminem or Eminem into it. Eminem has a whole music Eminem. video about depicting domestic kidnapping and a murder suicide with real humans acting it out. Which is, mm-hmm. if I'm remembering correctly, I believe. Was that the one from his first? That was Kim, where he was, where he was like murdering mm-hmm. Kim and her new boyfriend or something. Eminem's also got a lot of songs about murdering somebody and then killing himself. So it's yeah, it's, he's yeah, probably talking about one. Kim, but it but, could also be Stan. Like, but people like bringing that up is almost a defense for Kanye because well, why are people being so mean to Kanye? Was like, do you remember the reaction that Eminem used to get? Like he literally has a song about it where he was. I, there's picket fences, there's people, mm-hmm. um, what's the word, uh, protesting his show. Like, he got a lot of flack for the stuff he was doing in his music. So, sorry, Kanye, if you had some people saying you're a nasty person on Twitter, could be a lot worse, buddy. Could be a lot worse. But Kanye yeah, I think he needs time to... off and he needs to worry about his children and not. <sighs> He needs to have no opinion about where his wife is going. There it is. Or he was like saying, now, I guess. Pete Davidson will never see my kids. Eh, I bet he already has. Eh, I bet he will. <laughs> I bet he is. I bet they're there right now. I mean, yeah, this is pathetic, dude. And again, I, I've been part of the Lonely Hearts Club myself, but you gotta go about this is not the way, dude. This is not the way. Just can't you be the bigger man. Just stop it now. Just chill the fuck out. Yeah, dude, chill the fuck out. Uh, I don't even care about the music video. It's definitely, I don't know if it's disgusting, but it is pathetic. 
and he needs to stop. It's like not even like anything to get angry about or like, oh my God, this is disgraceful. It's just like, you're just like, oh, oh my God. Like it's, it's, it's almost sad to watch. It's like, oh dear. It's it is sad far it's got now. I just hope it doesn't go any further. Like the, because after a while, I mean, even though he's only doing it from afar, I guess, through social media and his music videos, well, after a while, I'm pretty sure he could, there could be like abuse or what's it called? Um, harassment and things like that. He could get into some, yeah, it just could lead down a dark rabbit hole for old Mr. This, West. If he doesn't just put a pause on this, it's, it's, it's not going to go anywhere positive. It can only end badly. There you go. There you go. Well, I'm sure we'll see an update on this story eventually, but uh, that's that yeah. for this story. Sure. Moving on to the next stories, still in the music industry, but a little bit less intense. Uh, but Dua Lipa is in a little bit of an issue, a little bit of a pickle, uh, because mm-hmm. she is being sued. Oh, what was that? What are you drinking? Don't worry about. Uh, that is some just a uh, green apple flavored water. Go ahead. You just you're not drinking the hard stuff tonight. I am. I, I've always got a got a, got a rotation going here. I got my coffee over here. I got some water over here. I got green apple water. I got my rum. We're we're, we're all over the place. I don't want to interrupt you. I'm sorry. No, interesting. I've only got I've only got two. I got my vape pen. <laughs> I stay I stay hydrated uh, here here at Camp Kush. So lovely jubbly. Um yeah, so Dua Lipa got is getting sued for her song Levitating, uh, with other songwriters claiming lawsuit. Yeah, claiming that she's copied their songs. So it's been a couple out. So the first one was from a band called Article Sound System that said mm. her 2020 smash hit Levitating was a ripoff of their song live your life now before we, met, we talk about that a then a second lawsuit has been uh, brought out by two other songwriters according to the hollywood reporter songwriters l russell brown and sandy linzer have filed a copyright lawsuit against the musician claiming she copied two of their songs to create levitating a complaint reportedly filed in manhattan federal court accuses dua lipa of copying their 1979 track Wiggle and Giggle All Night, performed by Corey Day, <laughs> and 1980s song Don Diablo, performed by Miguel Bosé. Now, wow. you have listened to Live Your Life by Article Sound System, right? Yeah, just before we started recording tonight. Even. And I have listened to all three of the songs mentioned here. We'll start off with the obvious one, Live Your Life by Article Sound System. As soon as I heard that, I was like, ew. Because that is... No es bueno. Incredibly... Like, it's like, not even just the music, the beat, the tempo, even some of the lyrics are the same, the cadence of the word, like the the lyrics, Mm -hmm. the vocals, sorry. It's it's incredibly similar to that. So, So I think that one... She might be in a little bit of blah, blah, which I that one is going to end in a uh, it's not going to go to trial, but those, no. those folks are going to get paid. Those yeah, it's going to be sold outside of court and she'll end up having mm-hmm. to give them a bunch of money and maybe give them like writing credits or whatever for levitating. Yes. And yes. And additional royalties from here on out. Um, so. Thank God there's YouTube. I was able to listen to Levitate, which I, actually Dua Lipa has been my pandemic uh, singer for the past uh, 700 plus days. Like, I'm a big fan. I think she's awesome. But I've recognized that like all of her music kind of sounds like something else. Um, one of my favorite videos that she does, Don't Stop Now, it is very influenced by like, Gloria Estefan and the Miami Sound Machine. Like, I was like, for a minute, I was like, oh, did the producer, did Gloria Estefan's producer produce this? No. She's got like 25 fucking producers for her 2020 album, okay? And there's maybe 14 songs. That's that's way, that math is bad. Anyway, um, YouTube also has a professional uh, channel by a dude 
whose name is Rick Beato. It looks like Rick Beato, but Beato. He he's a composer. He actually like he does he plays um article sound systems version. He plays her version. He then merges the two together. It's very, very distinct. And he's like, she article sound system is doing A, B, and C. Dua Lipa is doing A, B, C, A. Okay, just because I don't understand notes and all that. That's so like other than this one variant, it's nearly identical. And um, someone in her camp definitely took that song. Well, you know, 100%. Right. Yeah, I'm not saying she did, yeah. um, but someone within her circle there has definitely taken that song big time and not yeah. anyone. It might even been an accident. Sure. Okay. But it's, it's 100% this group's uh, melody. They're so. definitely going to get paid out of this. However, mm-hmm. L. Russell Brown and Sandy Linzer, I think those ones are a bit of a stretch. I listened to those, and there's like, because you're trying to hear it, you're mm-hmm. kind of like, mm, like okay, maybe that bit, you know, but because you're trying to find it rather than. So I think those ones are not going to get anything, if I'm going to be honest. But without it, having heard their songs, the best case scenario for them is that shit gets thrown out of court. Otherwise, they're gonna get sued by Article Sound System because it's their song. Well, yeah, say so, well, if if Article Sound System wins this lawsuit, then Dua Lipa hasn't ripped you off; you ripped them off. So maybe yeah. you should shut the fuck up. Uh, but fuck up. But here's my theory. This is where I get really conspiracy theory tinfoil hat. Because it's almost changed. Like, if you can get around it, if you can get around, like, maybe the, like, the legal fees or maybe make But if you're looking to up your YouTube numbers, just claim someone big stole your song, even if it's ludicrous, because as soon as that news comes out, everyone's flocking to YouTube to listen to the song to see if it sounds similar. So like, just get so... your YouTube numbers up, make some money off of YouTube, and then worst case, you have to pay some legal fees to take it out of the YouTube money. Boom. Mm-hmm. I don't think it works that way. But here, here's a big problem that our sound system is facing is they're just this super independent <laughs> reggae group. Whereas Dua Lipa, she's under contract by Warner Brothers and their lawyers have lawyers. <laughs> like the, this could... This could end bad for Article Sound System if it's spun spun Warner Brothers' way, um, and that's I can't see how that would happen though. again. The, well, the song was done in 2017. It's now 2022. Dua Lipa's version came out in 2020 and was a hit on the charts for for a very long time. So it, it took took them a while to find a lawyer and then get those that paperwork forwarded to get them in the queue for this lawsuit that's coming up. So like this, they still have a long road ahead of them, assuming they do win, but they should because it's their song. And yeah, big oops on team Dua Lipa. Hashtag I stand with Article Sound System. Whoa, what? <laughs> well, now you've, now, now you've made me doubt that they might even win this. And now I'm like, oh, they're the, now they're the little guy. They might not win, win this. Again, this it's it's literally an independent rock band versus a major corporate conglomerate. Like, yeah, they 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 got a journey ahead of them, and uh, hopefully, their lawyers don't take all the money. Well, now you've just upset me. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. You ruined my Wednesday. I bring the realism. I bring. I'm the straight man. Whatever. Anyway, good luck. It's all involved um but yeah yes we'll see how that goes again another story where we might see a follow-up coming up soon all right um well still to come on this week's waffle box we'll be playing this week's mu- uh, movie quiz we're testing kush's knowledge uh so you're talking about the batman but coming up after the break we'll be talking about this week's dumb world record of the week See you after the break.
Welcome back to Wolfbox. As I still to come, we've got the Batman movie review. Uh, the feel-good story of the week. Uh, but now, coming up, we've got my new favorite segments coming up. I, I really enjoyed looking up some of these world records that have gotten made their way into the Guinness Book of World Records. They are fun. They I was talking fun. to my buddy Alex, who I do the Claire and Big Blue podcast with every Tuesday Great on show. YouTube and Twitch. Whereas I, do you know, the deeper I go into finding these world records, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, it's, it's, I'm less impressed with the world records, but I'm more impressed with the fact of like, if the Guinness Book of World Records are like, yeah, we'll, we're going to verify this. Mm-hmm. What are the ones where they're like, that's too crazy for us? Uh-huh. Well, like what? The I mean, they, they have that. They'll investigate anything. But again, the thing is, you got to pay for their airfare and lodge and probably their meals as well. So if, if you're that committed, if you're that financially committed to getting this record in the book, they'll check it out. And odds are you might get it in that book. Maybe we need to start our own uh, waffle box. Book are we going to kickstart a world record, Mike Fish? No, I was saying we should start our oh. own book of world records and then be like, hey, has anyone in Aruba got a world record they want us to verify? And we could just get all expense paid trips to these okay. nice places. Genius, right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't really like to travel too much, man. Like, I'm a, I'm oh, well, a I'll go then. Jeez. Why are you being so selfish? No. <sighs> You're being selfish. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. Let's break into it. This week's. Dumb world record of the week. What is it? Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Why indeed. Uh, This week's dumbest world record comes, takes us from Australia last week all the way to Nova Scotia, Canada. Or America's hat, as it is also known. Um, so this teenager from Nova Scotia combined two of his hobbies to set a Guinness World Record by solving 211 Rubik's Cubes whilst bouncing on a pogo stick. <laughs> I mean, that's either one of those is a skill and he merged them. So that's this. Indeed. Big brain so, thoughts, sir. Big brain thoughts. So this kid's name Saul Hafting, 16 years old, spent 16. an hour and 12 minutes solving 211 Rubik's Cubes whilst bouncing on his pogo stick. Which, really? just doing the quick maths is, so an hour and 12 minutes, that's what, 72 minutes? 72 minutes. 211 divided by 72. That means he's doing like three a minute. Wow. Yeah. And still keeping like, his balance on the goddamn pogo stick, which is already a challenge in its one self. How tough are these Rubik's Cubes to solve? If it's like, is it just kind of like they're all just set up for him and he just picks it up, one turn, click, up, oh, solve, next one, click. I mean, you have to imagine they're, they're all at random. Someone maybe even shook them up a little more, but like those folks who do the Rubik's Cubes, they get that shit quickly, man. Like you, you either got it or you don't on that one. And 212 and 72 minutes. That's on a pogo stick. That's pretty incredible, dude. I know we're supposed to be making fun of this, but like I'm impressed. Well, there's still more to the story. Um, so he Ooh. was quoted as saying, I would bounce on a pogo stick as long as I could, as many days of the week I could, he told the global mm-hmm. news. So I would bounce on it for 10 minutes, and that's all I could do. And then I bounce on it the next day for a little longer. Hafter said that once he reached a 45-minute mark on the pogo stick, he learned to wear knee pads under his pants to keep from getting blisters. Smart Smart man. Uh, The teenager said he started solving Rubik's Cubes about six years ago after a friend showed him a technique. I was absolutely mind-blown, he said. I couldn't comprehend that someone could solve a Rubik's Cube in, like, Oh, no, yeah, I couldn't solve a Rubik's Cube in like under a minute because he's 16. 
Um, after that, I would do it all day, every day for like for like six years. And then he said, so here we are. Wow. And where is this kid from again? Nova Scotia, Canada. Wow, there's nothing going on in Nova Scotia, Canada to the fact that this kid is dedicated, you know, at least an hour to doing a pogo stick in his backyard and then countless hours in his room just Rubik's Cube in it, which could be a whole other thing. That's another show. Well, that's where he was. It was like, but it got to the point where he's like, I'm so bored with this pogo stick. Toss me a Rubik's Cube. Or his parents like, what are you doing in there? What are you doing in there? I'm solving the Rubik's Cube. Nothing. Solving the Rubik's Cube. Mom, shut up. Rubik's Cube. Oh, you're trying to break been, the record. You've been in there quite a long time. You're trying to break a world record. Fuck. Now he's like, this oh, shit. I better do it. Ah, dirty boy. Dirty boy. Dirty boy. Yeah. I mean, again, and that, guess what? This kid is not jerking it and he's not smoking dope. But at some point, it was just like, Give me the pogo stick and the Rubik's cube at the same time. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, I how do you know to... he's not smoking? But like, because not to be too stereotypical here, but I was like, what? What if? What if I could solve the Rubik's cube? Because he's that. Was he is that bored, pogo stick, man. man? He is what? last man on earth bored. I've, yeah, I've, he does sound. He is bored. Groundhog's Day, Bill Murray bored. Like I've done this so many times. Like, oh, I do I all day. Bounce on this. Boga's dick. Give it every whiskey. Yeah. Bless him. That's amazing. This is, again, we were supposed to make fun of this, but I'm impressed. N16. Yeah. I can't do a Rubik's Cube and I couldn't do a pogo stick at 16. But I was smoking dope and jerking off a lot too. So I'll do it now. Oh shit. Mike, not on YouTube. We're gonna get a flag. Oh, I was talking about the Rubik's Cube, you saucy devil, but there you go. Anyway, there we go. Shout out to Mr. Man over Scotia with the bouncing pogo stick. I look forward to read, hearing where our world records take us next week. Um, but now we move on to before we head over to the movie review, which, of course, spoiler is the Batman. Bye, bye, bye. Um, so I'm going to test before we get into Kush's movie review about the Batman. Um, well, I should, I guess I should play the music, really. Play the music. Play the music. Ba, 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 ba. Kush's movie review. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. So Kush's movie have music. What? I love that I have music. I'm being like that. So epic. Oh, sh- Play going it again. Yes. Yeah. Kush's movie review. I don't even know who that guy is. Kush's movie review. Anyway, he's from the 1940s, apparently. But um, yes, Batman. So we're going to test Kush's knowledge in 30 seconds on the Batman. So oh, what shit. I found were all of the actors that have portrayed. The Batman. Okay, six of them. In, wait, in movies. Seven of them. But I'm also counting voice actors from animated movies, but they have to be movies. Okay? I do. I know. Yes, Okay. I, know. I so, all right, you have a lot more confidence than you were about the. Dave <laughs> I'm feeling feel very confident about this. Like you, you didn't give me any notes about this. this I'm just no. like, yeah. I said six, and then you're like, no, all, every movie. And I was like, all right, the, the voice actors too. All right, bring it, Mike Fish. All right, so your thirty seconds begins 30 seconds. now. Oh, you, Jesus Christ! George right. Clooney. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. Jeez, you lost all the tension there. All right. <laughs> so sorry, Ben. I thought we were still getting to the, you want me to name everybody. You, you yeah. want me to name all seven. Is what what did asking. you think I wanted you to do? I thought you were giving me a question still. No, just name them all. Right, okay. So name 
all the actors slash voice actors that play Batman in movies, right? Okay, take two. Your 30 second countdown starts now. Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, uh, Christian Bale, fucking Ben Affleck. Robert Pattinson and the voiceover guy I want to say is Kevin Dunn, but I'm probably botched his last name there. That's Still it. Got some time on the clock. I Dig got deeper. Else. Got nothing else. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, uh, Mullernet. <laughs> oh, buzzer beater there. The Lego. The Lego move. So, yeah, you got Michael Lego Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Will Arnett, Christian Bell, Ben Affleck. Robert Pattinson, you missed a couple though. Missed a couple? Okay. So, and we go. So, there was Lewis Wilson, who? Robert Lowry, both okay. who played Batman in motion pictures before Adam West. Oh, you're funny. Okay. Yeah. Adam West. I should have had Adam West there. Batman the movie. Uh, apparently, a man named Kevin Conroy also voiced Batman. Kevin Conroy is the animated guy who's... That's West the Kevin Dunn guy, I guess. Yep. And then, just to be really pedantic, uh, there was a, a young man, Dante Pieria Olsen, who I believe played a young Bruce Wayne in the Joker movie. Oh, fuck you. No, yeah, I, I'm count. not going to hold that one against you, that one. But yeah, that's technically on the He doesn't list. count. Oh, you but got I one, two, I, sounds three, like I missed four, five, six. You got seven. Got six for sure. Seven. seven. So you got a right. seven that you was bragging about before the clock. That was good. Anyway, okay. moving on to Mr. Twilight himself, Robert Patterson. Because hmm. uh, how was how was uh, the Batman? Batman uh, is a fantastic movie it's got great acting it's got great direction it looks fantastic it's got amazing action an incredible story a really nice wrap-up mike fish and then it goes on for another hour after two hours all right oh yeah i forgot we had this incredible murder mystery going on it's a three-hour film but we had this incredible murder mystery happening and why is it happening and blah, 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 blah. And then despite the fact that we got our guy, the, the, the Batman gets his guy at the end, Mike Fish, we still have to save Gotham from a huge threat. And it's just like, just... There's no. global warming. I have to, need it. We have to recycle. <laughs> that would have been funny too. <laughs> but yeah, dude, so it's... It's really good. I wish it, normally I'm always like, we need to you need to shave off 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. You know, uh, Studio 666 last week, I was like, this movie needs a half hour missing from it. No, Bat, the Batman needs to be only two hours. It doesn't need to be three hours. I know that's a, a trend for our, our big superhero films. No, th- this thing could have been a tight, two hours you know what you want to have batman save gotham make that a fucking cliffhanger and then start the batman part two all right that that would have been way better then he's a little just a little more seasoned but no like nah um robert pattinson i don't know why people got their panties in a bunch he was good the folks that do casting for these big blockbusters they, they usually know what they're doing and yeah, there's not been a bad Batman. Even George Clooney, who's been in the worst Batman, wasn't a bad Batman. You know? I think after Michael Keaton, who's a lot of people consider him as the best Batman. But no, I know I what I'm saying is that I remember from even as early as that, I think it's just pretty much every person they got they announced as Batman, everyone was like, what? No, I don't want him. I don't want Bell Kilmer. Oh, I don't want George Clooney. Oh, I don't want Christian Bell. It was always complaining about it. And then they always ended up being a pretty good Batman. And I think I know it, there was 
I know there was problems with Michael Keaton, but I was also 10 years old, so I didn't have any insider knowledge. I didn't have a subscription to Variety. Twitter and social media is not a thing. But when it came out, like, everybody loved it. Um, I know after Val Kilmer became a thing, people started making comparisons. But then they had to have seen the film for that to be a thing. And then I thought George Val Clooney Kilmer came was very in. good. I agree. I, you know, Val Kilmer makes a better Batman and Michael Keaton made a good Bruce Wayne. That was, that was the, that was where people were like, were on the center line about. Same with the Christian Bale. Christian Bale, I thought he was a fantastic Bruce Wayne. He might be the best Batman. And Ben Affleck can also be in that discussion too. But like, yeah, when Ben Affleck became the new Batman, that's when this controversy started. And then the folks that don't go see movies had a problem with Robert Pattinson because for some reason, all they knew is Twilight. I have never seen a Twilight film. Mike. He was in Harry Potter, wasn't he as well? He's probably going to be pretty fucking good in this movie. And by the way, he's pretty fucking good in this movie, dude, to the point where like, there's not a lot of Bruce Wayne in the Batman. We're still not doing spoilers. Bruce Wayne barely a thing in this thing it's it's a lot of the batman and when the batman is on screen you forget it's robert pattinson it's only when he's bat, it's only when he's bruce wayne i'm like oh shit robert pattinson that's right i forgot speaking of another other actors playing batman not to get too sidetracked here but have you seen the trailer for uh is it the league of super pets or something that animated yes that was movie? actually a trailer for the batman and um, it looks cute. I don't think I'll see it because I don't oh, I'm, have a child. No, I'm all my nieces and it. nephews are grown up. I'm 100. Are you? Okay. Oh yeah. What? In the theater? Oh, I don't know about that. I'll wait for. Yeah, it. Okay. Well, there you go. I'd... See, that's what I'm talking but... about. Like anyone can watch this shit on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah. I God knows. I'm not gonna. Netflix. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch that in the movie theater because that would be unbearable. I'm sure. But yeah, Kevin Hart, The Rock, mm. and speaking of Batman, as soon as I just saw that trailer, I was like, oh my god! I Keanu never Reeves. thought. I never thought about Keanu Reeves as Batman, but he does a good Batman voice. It was cute. I enjoyed it. I, I was like, yeah, I kind of want to watch that. I didn't think I did. And also the John Wick comparison. If no one's making that, I'm going to throw that out there. Like, you know, he's he's all about like, oh, I'm going to hang out with this pit bull now. All right. That's my thing. I'm going to be dark and brooding. Mm-hmm. I thought like this. Did, how was, okay. At what during the, I know we're not talking about spoilers, but during the movie, does Robert Pattinson say the famous words, I'm Batman? No. This what? motherfucker keeps calling himself Vengeance. And he's like, I am Vengeance. He doesn't say, I am the Knight. He doesn't say, I am Batman. He, he, he doesn't say any of the usual Batman tropes. He's like, I am Vengeance. And that somehow sticks. It's it's By the way, I am Vengeance is his internal narrative that only the audience hears, but like Catwoman, who, who never gets called Catwoman. Oh, so we hear inside uh, Batman's head. Oh, he, Batman has a narrative. Oh, that's for, pretty for a little, interesting. For, for a good chunk of this movie. He should have more of a narrative. It's 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 a weird thing that they just drop off. Um, but yeah, like the Penguin's like, hey, Vengeance, what do you want to do here? And Cat, Catwoman, who never goes by Catwoman's like, hey, Vengeance, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um hmm. there's there's a lot of cool in this movie, dude. Like, and I didn't have any aspirations that it was gonna be bad. Um I'm happy to say it is not a bad movie, but that last hour can be completely wiped out of the film and it would be a better film. What I'm thinking is at some point during the filming of this, when he mm-hmm. first goes, I'm vengeance. I just have the image of like the director being like, cut. No, you're Batman. I'm Batman. And then action. I am vengeance. Cut. Robert, Robert. And then there's in the end, just going with it. Well, I, I got to tell you, this is, this is all voiceover. Um, Mike Fish, you're going to get to see this movie in less than 40 days from the publishing of this video we are on. Okay. You know what I'm this hoping they do though? Straight to HBO Max. I'm hoping in a, a like an alternative take to how they normally do. I hope mm-hmm. there's a director's cut 
that's shorter. I'm hoping that happens. That'd be nice. That's not a director's cut, most likely shorter. No. Yeah. Now with four hours of Batman actions. Oh, no. No. So directors never want their movies to be shorter. They always want them to be longer. And that's why we have the director's cut. Otherwise, studios used to be really good about like, yeah, keep this thing to an hour 40. You know, we 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 want to get this movie as seen as many times as possible. We want to get as many screenings, and if we have a three-hour movie, then we can only maybe do like three to four screenings in a theater. We 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 want like twelve of them. That that's that's how these movies make their money is you know repetitiveness. But everyone's trying to like just swing dick right now. Like my movie needs to be three hours long. It doesn't. Damn, movie's gonna be three hours long. I want my to be three hours and ten minutes long. Yeah, right. Like when the Avengers did it, they were fucking wrapping up a ten years worth of storylines. Yeah, lines. it made sense. All right, it was like twenty all stories right. all culminating, culminating, culminating. Yes, all of the above. But Batman, this is the newest Batman. He's just starting out. It's year two. Two hours, two solid hours. This movie would be. This movie would be a five out of five because it's an extra hour that we don't, I feel we don't need in this iteration. It's, it's a four out of five, but it's still a fantastic movie. It's very dark. And by me, what I mean is it's hard to see. Like, thankfully I saw it on a super huge screen. I was very close and I could see everything, but I have every, every expectation. This is going to be difficult to watch on my beautiful 4k TV in Less than 40 days on HBO Max. And also, before we move on, I believe Robert Pattinson's returning as Bruce Wayne in The Flash. Nah, maybe. Uh, I'm Michael Keaton sure. is definitely going to be in the new Flash movie. Michael Keaton is going to be old, old man Batman. But for some reason, I saw somewhere mm-hmm. that Robert Pattinson is going to be a younger version. So he's going to be like kind of like bouncing. Between. I would not be surprised. It would absolutely make sense. But this is actually the. As long as the Flash Flashpoint movie has been a discussion, I've not heard anything about Robert Pattinson being a part of it. Um, but yeah, he should be. We're yeah, doing I, I could be wrong. Shit. I saw you shouldn't be. Based when I was looking at the voice actors, talk about, he the actors, I'm pretty sure I saw that listed down, but I could be wrong. But anyway, no, I bet you're 100 correct on that, and just no one's been thinking about it because everyone thought Robert Pattinson was a joke. Um, he's very good in this. He's always sell. Uh, Zoe Seldin. Zoe Kravitz is very good in this. Uh, Colin Farrell is very good in this. And uh, oh, God damn it. Oh, um, is he the penguin? Taterno. He is penguin. And he shouldn't he, he's buried under all that makeup, man. And you don't know it's him. Like, Who's the, the, uh, the Riddler? Award. Riddler is Paul Dano. You've seen him in movies such as like 12 Years a Slave, which I did not see. But he was also, he was also the creep in Hugh Jackman's Prisoners. Did you I'm see that? One? I am nope. Okay, that's a hard one to set through, which is also weird because Hugh Jackman is the Wolverine, and the Wolverine is a murder machine. But like, you watch this movie, like, oh my god, I can't believe Hugh Jackman's like just torturing Paul Dano here. Oh my god, this is terrible. Oh, uh, yeah. Four out of five to the Batman. Should have been shorter. Very strong four out of five. Should be definitely shorter. But um, it's a good movie. Check it out. Check, believe check, the check, hype. Check it out. I'll, I'll say believe the hype with a with a handicap. Oh. All right. So moving on to our final segment of this yeah. week. What? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Kush is ready to go to bed. He's ready for this to be over. Um, I'm ready to hear about the fucking best story of the week, dude. I, I got the copy on this, and I'm excited about it. Time for this week's feel good movie. Feel good movie. Feel good story of the week. That's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Oh yeah, new intro music since Rufus sued us last week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we knew it was going to happen. We we knew it was going to happen, but uh, yeah, 
copyright strike. Never mind. It was good one week. Um, this week this is kind of a feel-good story, but also this is going to be one of those stories where we need to dive a little bit deeper to find what's going on here. But a man from Honduras had his wallet. He lost his wallet in Times Square. Jesus Christ. And he managed to get the wallet returned to him intact with all the contents inside. Wow. Which is pretty <sighs> impressive, right? So I, I saw the dollar amount of those contents. Yeah, I'm going to get to that like, in a minute. That's incredible. That's incredible. So Eduardo Martinez, who works near Broadway, said he was rushing to work Wednesday morning when he dropped his wallet in Times Square, which was packed with tourists, obviously. I don't know how you guys do that, FYI. How do you drop your fucking wallet? I don't know. I've never dropped my wallet in Times Square. I, I know, right? For like four, three, get that two, shit three. right here, blood. It doesn't fucking fall out. Martinez said he was searching for the lost wallet when he was approached by two police officers who told him the wallet had been turned over by a fellow commuter who found it on the ground. Okay, I'm going to break this down because this is getting... Okay. Uh, police confirmed the information on Martinez's identification and handed it over the wallet. The man was pleasantly surprised to discover the $4,000 that was in the wallet was still inside. That's a lot of money, yo. So, okay. There's... there's a, don't worry. Hey, that is a feel-good story of the week. Wow. The man lost the his wallet in Times Square. Managed to get it back with all the contents inside. That's incredible. Feel good story. Now, this is where we need to break shit down. Break it down, Mike Fish. Why? What was this guy up to? Why did he have $4,000 in cash in his wallet? Because I thought... Going to the Western Union and sending money back to his family in Honduras or Guatemala or whatever the country was. Honduras. Honduras, yeah. Oh, I guess that sounds slightly, I guess. Kind of ruined my <laughs> cynicalness. No, I'm he sorry, wasn't. He was rushing to work. Well, no, you don't do that because you go straight you go from the... Yeah, no, you know, no, that's, I'm not believing that because if you were going to do that, you just for security reasons, in case you lost your wallet, you would go straight from point A to B. You wouldn't... Like, I was going to draw out $4,000 Pop to work and then during my lunch break, I was like, no, you're not going to do that. He's from Honduras. There's no ATM for him. He's been hiding that shit forever. No. He, he got thought- it into the smallest bills he could get it into, <laughs> which is probably just hundreds. And then after a couple months of some really hard, sweaty labor, somehow lost his fucking wallet, which is still baffling to me. But here's the greatest thing, dude. Like some dude found that wallet and they were like oh my god someone needs this four thousand dollars and they didn't take it okay that 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 could have just happened times square like i've been to times square you could literally sit in a chair on a corner in times square at nine o'clock at night when the sun is completely down it is pitch black and thankfully all of the lights surrounding you you could read a book with okay that's how much traffic is going on there like no one Whoever found that wallet, just like I need to get this, I need to get this money to the, its owner, a cop. <laughs> New York doesn't have all the greatest cops in the world. All right, like th- there's some great ones there, and pe- like apparently, this money found its way to the good cops because that money did not go missing. Like there's so many things that could have gone wrong with this story, and that man got his money back, and that is why this is the best story of the week, Mike Fish. Thank you for picking it out. You're welcome. What I want to know is what this guy was doing, how he was acting when he lost his wallet, because this part of the story says that when he was searching for his lost wallet, he was approached by two police officers who told him his wallet had been found. So what was this guy doing for these two police officers to go, hey, you know that wallet? I think that's his. Like, what what was a terrifying was- situation, too, because you need your ID. And clearly, they have your ID. And this That's can all. go super sideways. Oh, well, because they were like, you, I would be able to say, well, pull out the ID and hold it next to my face. It's me. It's me. Um, it's me. 
But in the same, maybe because I'm, I'm, I'm not everyone, especially the people that are in Times Square. But I can, in a weird way, I can understand why the wallet was returned with everything intact, because, you know, this is a judgment-free zone here, right? If I'm walking around Times Square and I see you know, like a twenty-dollar bill, mm-hmm. I'm going, oh. Finders keepers, thanks very much. I'm keeping that $20. However, if I find a wallet and it has $4,000, someone's looking for that money. I'm thinking, okay, either one, I'm being watched. This is like something up. Mm. Something's up here. This is like what? Mm. Or mm-hmm. this is sketchy money. Either way, mm. I do not want any part of this. So I'm immediately finding the closest police officer. Uh, this is your problem now. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. So I can Which understand. Which is probably how this went down. Yeah. So Eduardo no, Martinez. No went like, oh, some dude from Honduras is missing his money. <laughs> we should get this back to him as quickly as possible and efficiently. Like, you know, someone went like, yeah, someone's missing this money. We need to get it back to them. What was it like? There's there's no as far unless oh, I'm missing a trick here. There is no dollar bill bigger than a hundred dollar bill, right? There's a thousand dollar bill. I'm pretty sure there's a five hundred dollar bill. I'm pretty sure your guy hasn't got those though. That be that would be super sketchy. No, there those are. But so whenever so you watch the, thinking the, is, the big hostage movie, they they always ask for like we want X amount of dollars in unmarked bills. Like everything basically over a 50 is a marked bill. I hate when I get given a hundred dollar bills. I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. Because you have to take it straight well, to the Those hundred dollar bills are definitely more traceable than the $50 bill, more traceable than the $20 bill, than the five. And but the reason why I say that though is how thick was this wallet? There are hundred, all hundred dollar bills. That's 40 bills. That's, that's a, and then you got to try to bills, fold that yeah. shit. Yeah. Which is why, how, how did that fall out of your like pocket? You'd, yeah, you'd notice that suddenly falling out your pocket. Oh my God. I would hope you would. My, Some people don't. My back pocket has suddenly become 20 pounds lighter. Hmm. <laughs> oh, Eduardo, you lucky son of a gun. Hope you're not doing yeah. anything naughty. Well, we're just so happy you got my back. Oh. oh. There you go. That was this week's feel good story of the week, even though I kind of looked at it weird. Anyway, good for him. Good for him. Um, so before we wrap this week's uh, Waffle Box up, uh, we've got a lot of content to talk to you about other than this episode that you just listened to. Um, on the Bosnet family, the Bosnet brand, what have uh, people got to look forward to in the next seven calendar days? check out microdose number 107 and i'm going to talk to unnamed footage festival founders from the overlook theater and it's it's unnamed found footage number five so the it's it's my favorite time of the year you guys should be a part of that if you're in san francisco proper otherwise there will be an online version of it uh in april we'll get back to that much later probably around april Mm-hmm. That it? We'll hear about. <laughs> no kick-ass movie theater or anything this week. Next Tuesday. Next following Tuesday. Tuesday. Don't worry about it. We'll get we'll get to that. Um, on the waffle box feed uh, in the last seven days, we've had. Uh, you can look forward, or you can look back on if you missed it. Uh, the interview I did with Ethan Johnson, aka YouTuber Fine One Two One Six on that Mike Fish show, which is also available on all the audio platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, uh, iHeartRadio, Google Pod, Pods, and things like that. Uh, also, you can check that out on the YouTube page. Um, also, uh, I, exclusive to the YouTube and the Twitch channel, which you can find at twitch.tv slash WaffleBoxPod, or go to enjoywafflebox.com and go to the YouTube page. I did a late night syrup live interview with Jeremy from the classic rock guitar podcast, which is an awesome chat. Um, went over, over an hour and 20 minutes where we ended up talking about the 
the creative process behind podcasting, his podcast, classic rock. What is classic rock? What is divine as classic rock? We even dabbled in a little bit of professional wrestling because he had a, an affinity with wrestling from the back in the seventies. Uh, so we did with that. It's pretty cool in conversation. Check that out. Go to enjoyablebox.com and hit up like I said, the YouTube or the Twitch channel to watch that. Um, but until next week, make sure you do hit that like button, hit that subscribe button if you are watching on YouTube, if you are listening on all those platforms audibly. Again, make sure you follow us. If you would like to support the show, of course, tell your friends, family, and your pets about this show. Share it. Get them all involved. Uh, we do appreciate it. Um, follow us at Pod on all social media networks, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I am at Mr. Mike Fish. He is at Kush underscore Hayes. Beautifully done. But I also remember, don't forget to look, to look, to take care of yourselves and each other. <laughs>